Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday the 27th of April. Today, an Aussie, who you've probably never heard of, achieves a remarkably rare sporting feat. The Saudi-backed Super Golf League lands a couple of big fish, and the Tiger King returns. But first... Queensland, where life's beautiful one day and perfect the next. And stealing the NRL Grand Final the day after that. The kick-off is there for your historic Grand Final. Two Sydney sides playing in Brisbane, hosting for the first time. Queensland played host to the NRL Grand Final last year after COVID-19 restrictions forced the NRL to move the game north to Brisbane's Suncorp Stadium, marking the first time the game had ever been played outside of Sydney. And today, Michael Chamis reports for the City Morning Herald that the Queensland government has launched, quote, a multi-million dollar bid to steal the grand final away from Sydney as early as this year. Now, for those New South Welsh men and women thinking, how can this be? Wasn't there a 25-year agreement in place for the game to stay in Sydney? Yes. Yes, there was. But when the New South Wales government changed its mind on renovating Stadium Australia into a permanent rectangular facility, the contract became null and void. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. So, sensing the opportunity to grab the biggest game outside of State of Origin, Queensland has pounced. The Queensland government want to strike a deal with the NRL for multiple grand finals in Brisbane over the next decade and are willing to pay more than $10 million a year to get the grand final to Brisbane as early as this year. Chamis speaking on Nine News there. But for all those Sydney-based rugby league fans driving their cars off the road, just wait. Because despite Queensland's advances, the NRL's preference, according to Chamis, is for the game to remain in New South Wales. But for that to happen, the New South Wales government needs to come to the party and agree to spend some of the $1.5 billion they originally committed to spend redoing Stadium Australia on upgrading other rugby league grounds like Shark Park or Brookvale Oval. And if they don't, the Sunshine State might just become the grand final state. Lambert found Martin, broke the tackle, got a skinner. Martin, could it be three it is? Dusty's kick three. After their round one loss to Carlton, the Tiger King and three-time Norm Smith medalist Dustin Martin took personal leave as he continued to deal with the tragic passing of his father Shane late last year. But after returning to the club over the weekend, yesterday, Dusty was back at it. I've always been the Tiger King. Having taken part in some light training yesterday, Martin is reported to be ready to participate with the main group today, but he's very unlikely to be considered for selection when the Tigers travel to Perth to tackle bottom of the ladder west coast this Friday night. You're not ready. Martin's return is music to the ears of the Richmond faithful, but with the Tigers having only registered two wins so far this season, the Tiger King's return to actual games can't come soon enough. Hey, golf fans. Things about to get crazy. Yeah, quick catch up. The Super Golf League, SGL, is a super duper wealthy golf league backed by some crazy rich Saudi Arabians and headed by Australia's own well endowed golfing icon, Greg Norman. And I was doing a full swing with my driver. Well, my golf club wasn't the only thing swinging. (laughs) The SGL plans to try and entice the world's best golfers away from the PGA Tour by offering big, big, big prize money. The first tournament of the SGL at the Centurion Golf Club in London due to be played at the beginning of June is only a three-round event, but will reportedly pay the winner $4 million. And it seems for some golfers, that sort of cash is too much to turn down. And after so many years, once and for all for Sergio. 
Masters winner Sergio Garcia, British Open winner Louis Oosthuizen and multiple major winner Phil Mickelson have all reportedly requested a release from the PGA to play in the SGL opening event with potentially as many as 20 other tour pros including some yet-to-be-named Australians also having asked for permission to participate in the cash-loaded tournament. And when you consider that the season-ending final of the SGL to be played at the Donald Trump-owned Doral course in Florida will reportedly hand out $70 million in prize money, I reckon that list of defectors is only going to get bigger. I don't want to make any assumptions about the scorecard audience, but I'm going to. Don't make assumptions. I assume most of you don't know who Neil Robertson is. And if I'm being honest, yesterday, I didn't either. But as a result of a rare achievement, now we get to learn about Neil together. Neil is an Australian professional snooker player. In fact, he's a really good one. He was the 2010 world champion and former world number one, who is currently ranked 23rd in the world. But competing at this year's world championships in Sheffield in the UK, Robertson showed he's still world class. I was trying to put the red on the cushion, the opposite cushion, play the snooker, but it cost him dearly. Robertson firing in a tremendous red there. That is more... Neil Robertson we're used to seeing. Another quick assumption, I'm sure you've heard of a 300 game in bowling and you've probably even heard of a nine data in darts. Well, let me introduce you to the equivalent achievement in snooker, the maximum. What is that? A maximum break, or for those of us in the know, a 147 is the highest possible break in a single frame of snooker and basically requires a player to pot all of the balls from the break. Before yesterday, it had only been done 11 times in the history of the snooker world championships and Neil made it 12. He needs the black for a 147. Yeah! Fantastic! What a moment for the Melbourne man. They're on their feet at the crucible. Neil Robertson with a 147. Ultimately, Neil went on to lose the match against England's Jack Lasowski, but he probably isn't too bothered because for his maximum effort, he takes home a £40,000 bonus. And more importantly, he's now a household name to all of us. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Wednesday the 27th of April. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.